Welcome back. Thanks for joining us here on episode six of the Bearded Barbell Podcast. This is where you can come for easy, quick, actionable fitness advice. I am Coach Tony. Across the table from me is Coach Willie. Hey guys, how are you doing today? How are you doing, Coach? Hey, I'm doing pretty well, man. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you for asking. It was a great week, great successful week. Got some good projects coming up. Can't wait to get those out for everyone. I'm just excited for this uh, podcast and how it's going and just great to be here, man. How about yeah. you? How's it going on that side of the table? I hear that. I got some some of that to echo. I got some good projects in the works right now. So hopefully both of our projects will be up and running soon. And everybody that's listening and people that are going to be listening in the future will be able to take advantage of them. Most definitely. What do you think? What do you got on the uh, what do you got on the docket for everybody this week? So I've been thinking about it. Um, you know, Coach, we've uh, we, we opened up. We introduced ourselves to the, our 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 great people out there. Um, we, we introduced them to strength training, uh, how to create a basic meal plan for themselves without stressing themselves out. We've, we've, we've presented all these ideas up to this point. We're on episode six today. And, um, I think it's a great point to talk about, um, or it's a great, uh, time to talk about the point of, uh, sustainability. What do you think? I think that's a fantastic idea. You know, we've been talking about, like you said, getting started with nutrition, getting started with strength training, and even how to set up those goals. And I think it's, like you said, it's important that we talk about the most important part that sits at the foundation of anything, which is that sustainability aspect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Because, I mean, you know, I'm not going to get into uh, bad diets or anything like that, but. Don't worry, that episode's coming. No, it, it is most definitely. We, I think we've worn that about on every episode now. But <laughs> um, no, it, it is about like looking at, okay, what am I doing now? Can I keep doing this for how long? And if not, what changes can I make? What small changes or what work needs to be done, if little or big? Uh, and it's it, it really is about um, being able to maintain a certain way. Because if, if you're constantly running five miles a day, obviously you're going to hit a breaking point. Yeah. And I mean, really this, you know, the whole point of this episode is it's really for, it's used for everybody that's getting ready to set out on a goal. But more importantly than that, this is also for the people that I think we'll have most in common with, which is the people that have ever started an exercise program or they've ever started a diet program. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, they haven't been able to stick with it. You know, usually it's, it's something about life getting in the way things Mm -hmm. get busy. They get a busy project at work, something at home takes precedence, which it rightfully should. If somebody has to, if somebody comes down with an illness or they just need to be taken care of for whatever reason and it makes it so, you know, we prioritize those things as we rightfully should again. And then we just decide to let these plans, these goals fall off to the wayside because now we're at a point where there's not enough energy to take over or leftover to spend on those. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that also comes from like, you know, us thinking we need to do more than we have to with our health and fitness goals. We, we think that we need to prioritize so much time and effort. We need to drastically change our lifestyle. Like we just got to stop one way and then just completely go in the opposite direction. And often, I mean, that's doable. And, you know, you, you could start a program, you could start something, but without a plan to work it into your general life that you continue to, that you plan to continue to live, um, it's not, it's not going to work. You know, you're, you're going to hit some roadblocks and it, 
it really is going to that that in itself will discourage you it will become stressful and in, in, again in life you don't want another stress yeah and that's really you know these challenges these goals that you set out when it comes to health fitness anything like that they are going to be challenging and they can be stressful at times but they shouldn't be to that point of stress where now you're starting to dread mm-hmm. the next steps in that process so you're dreading having to go to the gym or you're dreading that next you know boiled chicken with white rice or that mm-hmm. boring dry salad or anything like that like we we would like to steer all of you away from that sort of thinking and that's where really sustainability starts to come into play so you know r- typically when we start thinking about sustainability the first thing that i like to go with is establishing your overall intention so you know what's your goal for starting this journey are you trying to build strength are you trying to lose fat are you trying to run faster anything like that you know are you just trying to maintain where you are now you know once we once we get clarity on that we can move forward what do you you know what do you think about that willie Oh, that is perfect. I, I always start with um, the why. We we reiterated uh, reiterated the why in a few episodes, and throughout this process, it's always good to remind yourself of why you're going through this. Um, you know, if you don't, if you just go to the gym, if you just diet, you become what, what um, in, in you know in some terms we call it a, a yo-yo dieter. Um, you don't really have a go- an end game. You really don't have goals. I mean, you might have a weight goal. But you start a process, you really don't have an ending point, so you just kind of flutter out there, and then you um, stop, restart, and you really never have a set plan. And I think that becomes because you don't have a set goal, goals that are made, um, first off, that are attainable easily, uh, ones that are, you know, realistic in, 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 in uh, going back to what we were talking about in, as far as priorities. You don't want to have to change your life drastically because you still have to live as you're living. You still have to go to work, still have to go to school, still have to get up, be a mom, dad, wife, husband, parent, um, anything, any of the above. You still have to give your all in those. So you really don't want to have a goal that's just, you know, making it to where it makes all the other parts of life stressful, like we were saying. That's right. Yeah, we still, you know, live in the in the real world. So we have to make sure that our goals allow us to have that flexibility to exist in the real world and not just block us out and stress us out more than they could potentially help us so i wrote down a couple of steps that i like to run through when it comes to setting those goals and and defining that intention one is really it's it's taking a look at where you are now with your health with your lifestyle and figuring out and getting clear about the things that you don't like about it and the areas that you see that are problematic because that's typically where we're going to be looking at first for making any sort of change and then after that i like to then set long-term goals this is you know the big the big dream outcome at the end you know mm-hmm. if you were looking at it i like to set this up using the analogy of gps right so step one is evaluating your current lifestyle so when you pull up your gps that's going to be your current location Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. setting your long-term goals is the address that you want to get to so it's your point b it's the end of the of the drive then the third part is setting some short-term goals along the way so this is basically your your left turns your right turns you're getting on the freeway you're getting off the freeway Mm -hmm. here these are the goals that are going to be the ones that point you 
towards that long-term goal. So you want to make sure that these goals are the ones that you put more focus into, because if you can stay consistent with these and you make sure that these are more sustainable, you'll get to that point B and mm -hmm. you really won't even have to think about, will you get there? So long as you have the right habits in place to build and go there, you'll get there. It's, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, right? And that's really determined by how big your goal is. Yeah. It, and consistency is the key. Like you, you really just, if you look at it day to day process, what you can manage within that day, what you can do within that day, as far as, um, all those goals are concerned, as far as your short term, your long term, your big picture goal that, that always is in the back of your head, but day to day, we are looking at, you know, those, those habits, those, those, those consistent, uh, positive habits that you're, you're trying to learn. If you just learn one little thing, a, not, I'm not even saying a day, just in any moments on this path, that consistency will lead to, okay. I also look at it with my own kind of analogy is almost like taking off and flying a plane. You know, sometimes you start with your weight loss. Um, the plane doesn't just shoot up straight into the air. It starts with a slow rolling, starts to gain speed. Right. Then it starts, then it, it builds up its momentum. It starts to, you know, then it starts to take off. It starts to gradually gain, um, uh, gain, gain more height and um, eventually hits, you know, a cruising altitude. That's the way I always like to look at it. You know, it, like I said, the plane doesn't just shoot up straight into the air. It doesn't just, you know, reach this fast, uh, just constantly gaining and 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 gaining until it's, you know, out of this earth. No, it, it's, it's constantly changing there's a constant process that's being like like coach said to con to to meet this goal we're going to get to the destination but to get to that destination first we have to take off well we don't just shoot up straight into the air we start to roll the tires start to roll they like it's you can even break it down to where you load the passengers you you, you start the plane i don't know how specifically a plane works but you can break it down into every specific detail working on that but it all leads to, you know, getting to that plane, getting that plane in that cruising, uh, that cruising one and where the end game is. Where do you plan to be at the end of this? Right. Is it is it long term? We always mention that 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 longevity of life. You know, it's not about the years. It's the quality of years. You know, you know, if I can um, if I can bench press 500 pounds, if I can deadlift 700 pounds, those are goals for me. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say those aren't goals for me. However, Am I, is that a sustainable lifestyle for me? Will I be 75 years old? I mean, I would be great if I was 75 years old bench pressing 500 pounds, but I don't think I'll ever bench 500 pounds just to be honest with you guys, but hey, you never know, man, you never know. It's, it's all about that growth, but it, it really is about, um, you know, what do I want to be in the end? You know, do I want to be that 75 year old man that's playing with his grandchildren or playing, uh, you know, walking with a significant other on cruises, going to visit other places, being able to walk and do those things. That's what sustainability looks like for me. And doing that, getting to that process is, am I going to be powerlifting in my 40s? Am I going to be powerlifting in my 50s? Am I going to be going all out, you know, full force in the gym, 20, you know, seven days a week, not 24 hours, but seven days a week, two hours a day. Am I going to be able to do that? until I'm 75 and live that lifestyle that I plan to live at 75? And the quick answer is no. I'd have to be superhuman to do that. 
um, I look at I look at bodybuilders and you know not to get on a soapbox and not to bring up a controversial subject but there are bodybuilders dying right now and you know the elephant in the room is, is we know why they're dying and when we talk about health and fitness you you want to look at these guys and th- think their health and fitness well is it a sustainable lifestyle though and at the end of the day you have to look at your goal is this a sustainable lifestyle well what will be the end outcome for this for me and that's why when I start to like plan stuff for myself, I think about can I how long can I do this for? How long and why am I doing this? And is it towards this goal? And you, you really don't want to be too hard on yourself and you don't want to play it too safe. However, you do want to have those goals. You do want to have those short term goals and those goals so you can keep a focus on that process and not just be all over the place and end up in your later years being like, what did I do with myself? That's right. Yeah. So, you know, when we when we talk about setting these goals and making sure that the long term and making sure they are most importantly sustainable. One of the things I like to do is there's an acronym for it, right? It's developing smart goals. So it's S.M.A.R.T. Mm-hmm. Not the Homer Simpson spelling where you just drop the vowel. Um, but, you know, they each stand for something that helps the, the more of those that you hit, the more clear your goal is typically going to be. Right. So, you know, S stands for specific goals. So specifically, are you trying to, you know, lose 30 pounds? Are you trying to increase your bench press by 50 pounds? Are you trying to get down to a specific mile time if you're running something like that? Right. M is for measurable. How are you going to track this along the way to make sure that you are making your way there? You know, if it's a fat loss goal, you can use a scale. If you want a bunch of other ideas for how else to track that progress, you can go back to episode five. We laid out a ton of other options that don't involve jumping on the scale every day or every week. Um, A is setting your goals to be something that's actually achievable. Is it something that you think is actually possible within the realm of possibility for you, right? If you don't even think it's possible, you're not going to try anything towards it. R is realistic. That's pretty straightforward. Is the goal that you're setting something that you can realistically do, you know, like setting a mile goal of two minutes is unrealistic. You know, nobody's even close to that yet, but you know, you can, you can see where you are now and stretch that goal based off of that. And then the T is for time-based. So how long are you giving yourself to accomplish that goal? And that T typically just applies more towards those short-term parts, right? So as an example, if you're setting a goal for, you know, fat loss, let's go. And you've decided that you wanted to lose 30 pounds. You know, what's a realistic, achievable, time-based goal that you could set that with, right? Typically, that's going to be, for most people, somewhere between six months and a year. Um, so that is, you know, that right there, it's specific. You want fat loss, measurable. How are you going to measure that you got there? 30 pounds. Is it achievable? Yeah. Is it realistic? It is. Based off of the six month to a year time frame that you build into that goal. So you have to hit all five of those points to get that clear goal. Now, usually after that, the next step is cool. You have that goal lined out. Now, how are you going to get there? Right? How are you going to pick your path? So that's where you start figuring out a, a good program, a good nutrition plan, a good diet, a good workout, anything like that to help support you. And once you are setting that, the big key is really just finding something that you enjoy, right? And I think coach is going to agree with me that if you find a plan 
that seems like it's great. It seems like it has all these promises, all these guarantees and everything. But if you don't enjoy the plan, you're not going to stick with it. What do you think there? Oh, it's most definitely. I When I when I uh, say especially if, uh, specific goals and stuff, it is great. And you could say when going back to like running the mile, you want to run uh, one mile and then you can. I love using the smart. It, it really breaks it down as simple as possible. Makes your goal really well, realistic's in the word, but it really puts it into a realistic perspective. Also, I also like to say make fun activities um, into these goals. Like if if you want, I, for me, you, you said every day um, have you know something you like, something that's fun. I like to um, to really put it into um, a goal. Like you know, put out a wild goal there. Like um, I want to play golf. I want to learn how to play golf. I want to learn how to swim, swimming. So then I like those kind of goals because then those goals lead into other goals. Like, and then when we're talking about sustainability, be like, for me, I don't know how to swim. So I want to learn how to swim. Well, when I learn how to swim, okay, so I'm going to use this smart. This is how, is it, is it realistic? I hope it is. There is people that swim, you okay, know. There are other people there that are swim, other, so you should be able to So swim. it should be possible to swim. But once I get past that hurdle, let's say, okay, Willie learns how to swim. So I'm swimming. Then now I'm like, well, I really want to start participating in water polo or diving or something. Then now I could set goals for those. That that's 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 how we we create this this path. That's how we create this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Is not only do you say, okay, I ended here. You know, we always refer back to weight loss because I think it's like the easiest, most one to like kind of refer to because there's a majority of people that do use uh, diet and uh, and exercise for weight loss, but going back to it, it's like, what do you do when you hit that? You want to lose 50 pounds. You know, you give yourself a year and a half, year and a half passes, you lost 60 pounds. You throw a party, you celebrate, whatever you do at the end of that, you get a trophy. What happens at the end of that? Right. You know, like, yeah. yeah, So that's why you always got to be planning for sustainability. Like you can have all the great intentions, but at the end of, you know, I made the joke with uh, the gym owner when I, when I got and I reached a goal and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to cancel my membership. I, I won. I finished the gym. Right. And, uh, and I, win. We, I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. We, we chuckled and we, you know, and it's just, you know, you, then you go back on and then you, you go back to your, your, your plan. It's, it's, it's a great cycle. And, and, but it, you're in a better spot than when you started. Right. You, you, if you plan these really, these smart goals with the acronym intended and the pun, these smart goals, um, you get, you achieve these goals, then it's this great progression that you learn that you, you're starting to, uh, now you, not only are you better at training, like physically training, you've trained yourself how to, um, accomplish goals. You've, ter- you've trained yourself how to, how to, uh, um, you know, identify what you need to do to make a good, um, sustainable goal. You've learned a consistent habits to now, um, complete that goal now that's called training i call that training and that's a skill you take with you anywhere outside of the gym you go to work and you're working on a project mm-hmm. set a smart goal yeah and that's exactly what i was building to is like this can now exceed outside of fitness this can exceed outside of even just general health you know you're learning how to cook better you're learning how to eat better now you're cleaning you know you're doing all these these goals and you're like i have this goal for the day is it a realistic goal is it can i do it within this time can I do like, and then you can learn to set these goals, not just related to your fitness, 
but to work, to chores, to, you know, progressing just your personal life. Yeah. And this is really, this is one of the hidden benefits that nobody ever told me about when mm -hmm. I got into lifting, but this is one of the, one of my favorite things that I've taken from it is being able to learn about goal setting and learning about discipline, determination, all that stuff, right? Because mm -hmm. you learn that in your process in the gym or with nutrition, and then there comes a point where you learn and you see that connection and you say, oh, I can actually take that skill, not consciously, right? But you mm -hmm. can, you end up taking that skill, you apply it to something that has nothing to do with the gym, nothing to do with nutrition, like, yeah, a work project, mm -hmm. school project, anything at home, chores, you know, anything like that. And I think that's one of the, like I said, one of the hidden benefits of a nutrition program, exercise program, anything like that. You know, we, we talked about setting goals and, and using that SMART acronym to help make sure that we have a good, clear vision of them and finding a good program to help support the goal, whatever that is. Really, one of the most important parts of that goal is once you set your goal, once you figure out your plan, your programming and all that, you stick to it, mm -hmm. right? I think one of the things that we do that can almost well not almost but that can backfire on us is we we hop from one plan to the next every you know two weeks or every month because mm -hmm. we get bored with it or anything like that we go cool i started this exercise program two weeks later three weeks later you're on the internet you see some other exercise program you see something on instagram or somebody else is offering a full program so you jump to your next program before you really give the last one time to actually do anything for you you know a lot of times mm -hmm. those first couple of weeks your body's just getting used to it mm -hmm. before you can actually start getting more benefit from it. Um, and so I think, yeah, the most important thing there is again, you know, picking a program. If you know that it's a say three month program, just sticking with it till the end, unless, you know, obviously there's an exception there. If it's causing you physical harm, if it's just too much, absolutely too much stress, then definitely change it. But if you're just looking to change because that new thing down the road seems shinier, I promise just stick with what you already have in your pocket and just get good at that and finish that through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Simple always does it. Um, any program that you're on, as long as you're consistent with it for more than two to three weeks, you're, you're going to see results that you like. Uh, that when, when I talk and then going like, this is why sustainability goes straight back right into playing in these is if you're doing like a diet that is just requiring too much restriction right off the bat, for those first two weeks, you may be able to do those first two weeks. You may be able to, like, I've heard of some extreme diets where these people went on a liquid diet for seven days. I can't, I can't even imagine somebody being on that for health, uh, for, for strict doctor orders, let alone just because some nutritionist or some personal trainer felt that they needed to lose weight that bad. Yeah. And for a week to two weeks, okay, so now by the time you're back to whatever the diet was going to be, you're miserable. Right. You, you're already you're already burnt out on this diet and the diet hasn't even began. And and people and people will usually while they're in it, they'll mm -hmm. say that they're enjoying it and they'll say that it's working great for them. Here's the best way to know that they're not telling you the truth when they're in those diets, when they're in the middle of a seven day juice cleanse, when mm -hmm. it's dry January and everybody's cutting out alcohol for a month. What's the first thing they do on February 1st? What's the first thing they do on day eight of that day seven juice cleanse? They undo everything they just did. Oh, yeah. The last thing they want to do is drink, you know, is have a day of just liquids. If they did dry, dry January, February 1st, the last thing they want to do is take another day and have no alcohol. 
Yeah. It's it's not sustainable, and it's not anything against the idea of cutting back alcohol or the idea of trying to improve your health, but it's it's against the the extremity of those approaches, right? Mm-hmm. Of just going take from wherever it is you are and then just go completely to the other direction, completely cut out alcohol or, you know, in the, in the case of the juice cleanse, completely cut out all solid food. Mm -hmm. Those are both extreme approaches and I don't see them work very often. Yeah. Whenever, whenever now I want like these questions, these are questions I ask myself, but if you're in in like a program or diet or anything, I think that this applies for sustainability. Can I keep doing this for how long? when if or yeah for when when will i stop doing this or how long will i keep doing this and if not if it's not something i can keep doing what changes need to be done and that that goes straight for starting on a diet like if like if you're if day one day or week one of a diet and you're like i can't see myself doing this week five i can't see myself doing this five in five months from now it may not be something you want to be on however you want to give diets a chance. You want to give your program a chance. You just, you want to figure out what can work for you for, for a longevity. Like, so you don't have to sit there and yo-yo diet. Like, like coach said, um, I was, I was one of these people. I would, I'd read a magazine. I'd see a new diet. I'd, I'd talk to a friend. Now this, this is one of my personal pet peeves is somebody would be like, well, I heard I was talking to my friend. You know, it goes back to a little bit of what a coach was saying about um, when people are in their first week of a diet, um, especially an insane cleanse, you're going to lie to yourself. When you're in a horrible diet, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I lost 12 pounds in the first two weeks. Well, yeah, so do. Yeah, so yeah, does. it's like, well, that's that's cool. But now you're eight weeks in and you haven't lost any more. Well, yeah, that, that was that was all muscle tissue, too. Yeah, that, that was, was all water. That was all water. Yeah, exactly. And then now. Now here you are, like, and I, I never like to pick on anyone who's ill, but yeah, people in illnesses lose weight really fast too. That doesn't mean you're healthy if yeah. you lose weight really fast. If you if you really want to lose ten pounds in a week, go get the stomach flu. Yeah, if yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, if, if, Guarantee right there, weight loss. Done. Yeah, yeah. The numbers oh, going back to episode five. The, the numbers don't matter, you you know, and it it matters what's a sustainable diet. If you know, if you're losing weight at a rate of half a pound to a pound a week. I mean, you're doing pretty good. You're you're not you're you're doing pretty well. You're yeah, not that's great. Yeah, really. Don't you know? Don't knock yourself just because you feel that your diet isn't working as fast as it should. It will. It's it's a day to day thing. It's a slow process, but it's a slow day to day habit activities. Like we were saying, little goals. You you ha- you set a little goal for the day. Today I'm gonna eat five good meals and I'm gonna pay good focus into them. Bam! You got that goal. You accomplish that goal. Your weekly goal. I'm gonna hit the gym. I'm gonna work out five days this week. So you got that daily goal. You got your weekly goal that you hit. Bam! Before you know it, that five months came. Your sustainability was easy, and you smashed goals. Yeah, because you were setting goals every day, every week, and you've mm-hmm. been consistently hitting those. Consistently hit those, and you won't even have to worry about that goal at the end. You're just gonna get there eventually. It comes. I said last um, last episode before I knew it. I just said trust the process. I mm-hmm. knew what the process was. I trusted the process. Before I knew, I had a goal weight that I started with. I started ignoring it. We talked about weighing yourself and how I just stopped weighing myself. Before I knew it, I I like really I exceeded my you broke weight. it. Yeah, I just you I killed it, and without even knowing it. But that's just because I stuck to the daily process, set little goals, and just didn't stress myself out over crazy changes. Yeah, and and really that 
sends us down the road of things to, to keep in mind along the way on the on our health journeys, right? Like you mentioned, setting daily goals, setting weekly goals, which are great, but then you also have to celebrate when you are successful at them to, to keep mm -hmm. building that momentum. You know, you want to stack those wins. So mm -hmm. it's like, cool, I set this goal to go to the gym three times a week, five times a week, whatever it is. But also don't beat yourself up if you don't get there every single day that mm -hmm. you planned out. You know, again, life happens. It's my favorite phrase. Life if you, always happens. Yeah, life will always happen. <laughs> if you make it one day that week, that's still great. You know, one is better than zero. So celebrate the fact that you got there once that week. Really, even if you made it, if you, even if you didn't make it at all, still celebrate that because usually what that means is you were tending to something else that was more important. So celebrate that you handled whatever it is that you had going on that week. Mm -hmm. Don't beat yourself up over what you didn't do. Celebrate yourself for what you did do, even if it was what you did instead. Perfect. You know, um, another idea is when you do slip, you know, think about what you're going to do in the future. Think about what you're going to do tomorrow. Think about what you're going to do the next time the situation shows up and figure out a, a next step. And then just make that next choice and then just go from there. Yeah. Talking about celebrating your victories. If you do quote unquote fall off, if you feel you had a bad day of eating, you didn't make your exercises as much as you did wanted to this week. If you fall off quote unquote, I'm not giving you a hard time about falling off, but if you do celebrate also getting back on, you know, it's, it's very easy. There's so many times where people have a bad day and then they give up their whole journey. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, no, if you, ha if you had a day where you ate, uh, around 10 chocolate chip cookies, uh, yesterday, Coach um, is raising his hand I'm right raising now. my hand really high right now. It, it's not like I can sit here kicking myself or I'm making a plan. You know, I'm not going to say, Oh, I have to work off those chocolate chip cookies, but I'm making a plan to get back on track. You know, I'm like making a plan not to eat 10 cookies every day, every week. But I mean, I am letting myself know that it happens and you know, you, you, you get back on track. That's that's the thing, and I think you celebrate that that, that in itself is a victory. Yeah, here's it, here's the the important thing, if you have that situation where you eat those ten chocolate chip cookies, this is the only question you should be asking yourself, Coach Willie. Mm -hmm. Were those cookies delicious? Oh, they're amazing. That's it. Yes. That's all you need to know. It those totally cookies were delicious. It. Awesome. Move on from there. <laughs> you get to your next meal, you make a different choice, and you know, or you have that talk with yourself that says, "Cool, those cookies were delicious. Can't do that all the time." Mm -hmm but they were still delicious while I had them. And that's it. Then you just go on from there. Yeah, no, and, and exactly. It really is, and, and beating yourself up or saying, oh, this is why it never works, or you know, finding those reasons. Um, instead of finding reasons why you're not gonna do it, find reasons why you're gonna do it. Also, um, it, it is good to look into those selves, like why did I eat those 10 cookies? Why did I do that? And how can I avoid that next time? How can I make it five cookies? Mm -hmm. How can I make it just two cookies? How can I make this a more healthier act to more, um, to, 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 to just keep going? You know, I, cause obviously I can't eat 10 cookies. I can't eat, you know, bad food every day, but that's just it. I can, but it's just how I learn along the process. Right. And, and, and yeah, really you think about, how to make that better the next time and you think about you know what to do in the future here's a, a super quick idea you know you have if you really just want chocolate chip cookies you go awesome i'm now going to have those chocolate chip cookies with some greek yogurt mm -hmm. and maybe you can dip the cookies in the yogurt now you're still getting your chocolate chip cookies and you added protein mm -hmm. 
So now you've got a more complete instead of a snack, it's it's now starting to hint towards being a full meal. Mm-hmm. I've worked it in, and boom, yeah. that's it. There you go. I mean, because at the end of the day, carbs are carbs. Yeah, and so carbs are but, carbs. Carbs are delicious. Yes, exactly. Cookies are awesome. And I I can make a whole episode out of just talking about cookies and carbs, but you know, you know, and it's just back to. Uh, not beating yourself up you do have that why that goal that end game that that big realistic um goal what you want to do with what your your process your journey is and then you have your small goals to get to there and if you miss one of those small goals you come up shy i always call this the indiana jones effect you know when you take one habit and you replace it with another habit or you're you're like oh i'm giving up smoking so i do yoga and you miss yoga so it doesn't mean you're gonna go smoke a cigarette it just you have to figure out ways that like I, I call it the Indiana Jones effects because you're not you don't want to sit there with with your bag of sand and replace the and replace the um, the statue. You don't you don't want to replace one with the other. They, right. they say that in in addictions. You just you don't want to replace one addiction with another. Yeah, it didn't you, work for Indiana. Yeah, you, you want to find because he still had the ball end up rolling after him. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you, you want to find a, a positive outlook on that. Well, I didn't get to replace what my bad habit is with my good habit today, but here's what I can do. Here's how I did make a victory out of that. I didn't smoke. I didn't go to yoga and I didn't smoke today. That's a victory. Usually I thought I needed to go to yoga to avoid smoking, but I didn't either today and I feel great. Instead, I went for a walk with my dog. I went with my best friend shopping and we walked around the whole mall and I did not think about a cigarette. That's the victory. Yeah. It's not doing the Indiana Jones effect, like I said. Oh, you replace cigarettes with yoga. You have to have yoga or you're going to smoke a cigarette. The ball's going to come rolling if you re- – no. You, you you don't have to be in that situation. Right. Yeah, and even just having that conversation with yourself of, hey, I didn't go to yoga. I didn't go smoking either, and I feel great, right? Mm-hmm. Even just having that conversation with yourself is huge. That's mm-hmm. a huge progress in and of itself. So don't – underestimate the value of just having that self-awareness to say awesome like i didn't get to do what i wanted to do but i also didn't do what i'm trying not to do like mm-hmm. i also i was also successful in that aspect as well mm-hmm. yes i mean it's, it's small victories i mean we, we talk about goals and and all this but we don't talk about like little victories that we give ourselves and and um i mean i always say we're not we're not dogs. We don't have to give ourselves treats, but it is great to pat yourself on the back every once in a while because you are doing a hard. You're, you're doing something great, you know, little by little. It, and everyone thinks it does take that drastic measure to change your life. And be that it may, it may, it, it, it may take that huge step, but it also takes a bunch of little steps to get there. You know, it, it, it takes you know a bunch of little decisions. It takes a little bunch of change, uh, little changes. You have to, in anything, not just your fitness. You have to look within that situation and be like. I can't completely change this and it needs to be changed, but this is what I can do right now about this. If you look at everything like in your day that way, you know, I may not be the best and it may not be better than yesterday. However, if you look at it that way, like what can I do today? Then eventually that works up to something. Yeah. And, and really the last, the last key that I have is, when it comes to setting things up to you know to celebrate for yourself along the way and and all of that is think about if you had a best friend that was on a health journey and they came to you and they were talking about how they they slipped how they fell off quote unquote how they didn't get to the gym today how would you respond to them 
Like, would you beat them up the way that most of us beat ourselves up when we slip on a goal? Or would you have way more compassion, have way more empathy, have way more understanding towards that best friend? Talk to yourself like you're talking to that best friend. Don't beat yourself up. And we're all guilty of it, right? We all have a goal. And when we slip off even 1%, we just beat ourselves up for it for you know a day, a week, whatever. We, we hold on to that loss. Talk to yourself with more compassion. Have more empathy for yourself. Understand that, again, life happens. Mm-hmm. All you do is you just recognize that life happened. You stand back up. You make your next choice. And you go forward from there. Yeah, I, most definitely. Because if it goes back to the stress of it all. If you beat yourself up over this, it's just going to be another one of those things that you do not need in your life. You're living a life right now. You have to go to work. You have whatever, whatever your stresses are in your life, you don't need another one. And you don't need a bully in your head telling you that you're not doing something right. Because we all have somebody out there that's already in that position. Yeah, My, there are already enough of those bullies out in it, the in the rest of the world. Don't exactly. have one more in your head. Yeah, don't don't put that one in your head. You you are working towards something and even just that conscious thought, even if you did not physically do something today towards that goal, that conscious thought of that goal is that much more further than where you would have been uh um before. You do have to be your best friend in this because you're the only one that has to live with yourself through this whole life. No one else does. You're with yourself through this whole process, whether it's fitness, health, um, work, professional, personal, romantic, anything. It's you that has to deal with you the whole process, the whole way. If there's another partner involved, it's you. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it's sustainability. You're the one that has to plan for your sustainability, your health, and everything that's going to come along with that. You know, you can keep up with your lifestyle, however it may be. I am not judging you. If you eat fast food for every meal, if you enjoy your 10 cookies for every meal, if you don't want to work out, if you don't want to, that is you. That is what you want to do. But just understand the sustainability of that. That yeah, there just is going to be. Whatever your decision, just own it. Yeah, exactly. And there is going to be repercussions of that. And you would not want to see, you would not want to see a loved one. You would not want to see someone you care about hurt themselves. And I'm not saying, oh, you're hurting yourself by eating that hamburger. But in a slow process, when you do see someone down the line, not when they're 28 years old, but when they're 68 years old and they're using a cane to walk, they're 150 pounds overweight, their bones are deteriorating, their kidneys are giving up, they have high blood pressure, high sugar levels, they have to be on 15 different medications and 10 different medications to counteract the effects of those medications. That's when you start talking about sustainability. That's when you start talking about how am I treating myself now? I'm not obviously not hurting myself now, but is the habits I have now, is what I'm doing consistently every day going to lead to repercussions down the line? And that's why it is great. If your goal isn't to lose 150 pounds, if it isn't to lose 20 pounds, your goal should be just to be better or live good at a certain age, just not have to struggle. And I think that the goal, that goal should reflect what you do daily. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, you know, I've talked about it a couple of times. It's not necessarily stretching out your lifespan, but it's mm-hmm. stretching out your health span. Your right? quality. I mean, quality, healthy years can be had. Mm-hmm. And most of these goals that, that we're setting for our health should be with the interest of extending those healthful years. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if you're a pro athlete, if you're trying to be the best of the best of the best at something, that's a different story, right? You're, And really, even those people aren't at that level forever Mm -mm. and they don't 
to train at that level forever. Yeah, they, they have, have to plan they their have seasons. Season. Yeah, they have seasons where they back off. They're mm-hmm. focusing on something else. And usually, you know, if they don't, the body will force them and it gives them an injury. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, now you have to take some time off. Exactly. So, yeah, if, if you don't take time to recover, your body will make you take time to recover. I've, you hear that all the time. And like, like you said, these athletes, they're not going with their pedal down to the floorboard the whole time. If you're working three jobs, I was working three jobs. That's not sustainable. You can't do that. Your body will tell you, you need to sleep mm-hmm. or else. Yeah. And, um, or you get sick. And, you know, back to the point of this, you got to be your best friend. No one's going to stop you and say, hey, this is not healthy for you. Some people might make the joke and say, hey, you know, that might not be good for you or might make the suggestion. But no one's going to be like, hey, you need to start thinking longevity here. You need to start thinking about that heart health. Even if you are training, uh, uh, you know, an athlete training for, you know, the big prize at the end of the at the end of the season you have to look at it in the long-term goals wrestlers we we love wrestling me and coach tony we love wrestling we both know that that's not a sustainable lifestyle for very long there's very very few guys that get to see that into their into their golden years and i mean very few get to see it past their 40s you know and so i'm not saying don't do it i'm saying when you do stuff like that, when you when you embark on any kind of journey, everybody has a has an exit plan or or at least some kind of season low. You know, you sure. can't you can't go, you know, engine fully revved constantly. You're going to well, burn out. You know, an there's engine. a there's a reason the Summer Olympics are every four years. Same with the Winter Olympics. Like mm-hmm. They're not every month. Yeah, because the athletes need time off. They need time to retrain. They need time to get back in shape. Mm-hmm. And those are the best athletes in the world. And they're taking time off. Mm-hmm. So what does that say about us needing to take time off? We probably should value that too. Yeah, rest is just as important, and you got to plan rest. Mm-hmm. That that's another thing that leads into sustainability and being your best friend. Uh, I think I, I did recently see a post that says uh, we gotta we gotta get rid of the misconception that working yourself overworking yourself is uh, proof of I forget I forget what the word they use, but basically is a sign of success or is a sign of wanting success is to. Uh, work yourself into the ground right and now we're trying to you know that's not that's not true because you know it's like what if you get to the top of the mountain but you can't even stand on top of the mountain right you've you've worn yourself down so much you've gotten to that top of that mountain so fast that you can't even bring yourself to enjoy that view well if you would have took time getting up that hill getting up that mountain took breaks took rests took plenty of food took plenty of water you get to the top of that mountain you get to stand tall and proud and enjoy the fruits of your labor yeah, and I think, oh, this is just for me. Coach Will, you might agree. People that are listening, you might agree. You might disagree. But I think that's a much better approach to it. It should take longer to get there, still get there, and then have that time to enjoy the view, enjoy whatever else is up at the top of that mountain. Mm-hmm. I think that's sustainability. I mean, what's what's the point of getting there? if you, it, 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 It's the analogy for which you always say, Coach. You know, what's the point of all the years if you didn't enjoy the years? You know, you know, the, the journey up the hill, you got up the, the hill, the pro, you know, fast. But, I mean, you didn't take time to enjoy the journey. You didn't take time to rest. And by the time you got up there, you forgot what reason you were even getting up to the hill for. It was to enjoy the view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Well, I think that'll about do it for this week, Coach Will. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I think we, we pretty much topped their ears off at this point on this beautiful Monday. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to lead us out? Tell everybody where they can find us. Yeah. So you can find us on our personal social medias, Coach. 
You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok at Tony Davis Coaching. If you are also on Facebook, you can head to that search bar, find my private group. Coach Willie's in there as well. You mm -hmm. type in macros, mindset, and metabolism for fat loss. We've got information in there. We've got weekly live trainings where we go over specific topics. And that's where you can find me, Coach Willie. Where can they find you? They can find me on my personal page at Willie Otero on Facebook. Both my Instagram and my Facebook uh, pages are going to be at Arisen One Brand. Uh, both there, I go over my mindset, go over uh, recovery, rebuilding, and just overall, just, you know, how to get at it. So, you know, feel free to hit me up there, guys, if you just feel you need support or if you have any kind of questions or anything, I'm always more than happy to, con or to you know, con to interact with you guys. Um, so, yeah, yeah, hit us and, up. You know, and as usual, if you are starting out on a new journey and you need people to stand with you in your corner to help support you you've got two people right here Always. so you can reach out to myself you can reach out to coach willie either through the group or individually through dms anything any way you can think of to get a hold of us and we'd be more than happy to stand in your corner for you yeah always man if, if you feel like you have no one in your corner you have two right here two two coaches we're going to cheer you on if you need it hopefully today's episode will help you focus a little bit more on the areas of your health that will make it simple and long lasting as can be. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of that journey. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram, Bearded Barbell Podcast. Like, follow, and share this all this info with your friends and family to help us all live well and be better. Thank you guys. We'll see you next Monday. We'll see you next week, guys. Have a great week.